In an effort to best support our audience members, we'd like to offer a content warning for certain themes and subject matter contained within this episode. Please check the show notes for a detailed description and timestamps, and take care of yourselves. You're listening to the Intergenerational Queer Audio Project, presented by Kaiser Permanente's Educational Theater Program in collaboration with Oregon Children's Theater, written by and for a diverse queer community. While the U.S. LGBTQIA community traditionally celebrates pride in June to commemorate the Stonewall Riots, LGBTQIA people should be celebrated, supported, respected, and lifted up year-round. Our LGBTQIA pride doesn't end when June ends. It's a year-round lived experience. This is a collection of audio art, songs, stories, poems, reflections. This is a message to our younger selves. We ask that you listen on their behalf. My name is Corey. My pronouns are he, him. In August 2021, I'll be 37 or 7 years old, depending on how you look at it. I didn't really get to start living until my body was 30. I grew up in southeastern Florida. I have been through many hurricanes in my life. The eye is my favorite part. The eye wall is the strongest part of the hurricane. Yet inside, it contains the calmest part. It's also the halfway point, where people breathe before the bands from the backside start to hit. It's a symbol of hope. I wrote this story based on my lived experiences of finding peace and connection with horses, regardless of gender. I know horses can't talk, but in many ways, they do. Hey there, Rooney. How are you doing today? What's the matter? You are one muddy horse. Only because I knew you were coming. What did you say? Nothing. Maybe I'm hearing things? You heard me. I knew you were coming, so I went for a roll in the mud. Do you do that for every rider? Only for dudes. Why is that? Dudes have bigger muscles for my curry comb massage. I know you like a good curry, but well, isn't that a stereotype? There are plenty of dudettes with bigger muscles than me at CrossFit. Is that like something you do in the stall cross ties? No, silly. It's exercise at the gym. Oh. I thought I was your exercise. And writing is exercise, but it's kind of therapy too. Therapy? Who are you calling therapy? Being a therapist is not an insult, Rune. I'm not insulted at being called a therapist. I'm insulted that you pay me carrots. But you're a horse. So? I know the value of a dollar. 
I would love to pamper myself at the spa. If I made a therapist wage, I could get my hoofs done and my main condition on the regular. But you live in a barn. How do you think you would get there? Um, gallop down Farmington Road. Duh. Right. But, um, aren't you a little big to sit in one of those pedicure chairs? Maybe I should try your CrossFit class and get rid of this barrel gut. Horses are supposed to have a barrel. So, haven't you ever disliked your body? Well, actually, yeah. Were you upset that your muscles were too small or something? You should have seen me when I first got here. I was so scrawny. My muscles were too small, but I also had other things that were uncomfortably obvious that made me feel anxious all the time. Cory, you only have one butt. Rune, not what I meant. Try to stay with me here, will you? As I was saying, when I was a little girl, I just didn't feel great in my skin. But one thing that always made me feel awesome was hanging around horses. <laughs> Everyone feels mighty fine hanging with the equines. Jeez, how am I gonna finish this story if you keep interrupting me? It's not always easy to talk about this kind of thing. But yes, horses have been a constant throughout my life. A calming force to center myself, regardless of what was happening in the outside world. My first horse love was Sheba. Sheba? Like the cat food? Yes, but also like the queen of Sheba. Sheba made me feel like royalty. I didn't have to wear a dress. I didn't have to be anyone in particular. My grandfather settled her up, and I just went riding aimlessly in the woods around my grandparents' house. I was independent and fearless. I could spend hours going on faraway adventures, but not going very far at all. Sheba didn't care what clothes I wore or if I acted like a lady. I felt amazing, which was a rare quiet in a storm of trying to exist in a world I just didn't fit in. When I was a little girl, most of the time, I just didn't feel great in my skin. Was it itchy? Did you need to go to the vet or something? No rune. My skin was fine. I just didn't feel fine on the inside. I was sad a lot of the time. I got criticized a lot for challenging gender norms. But the truth is, I knew I wasn't a girl, but I didn't know how to tell anyone. I went to a school that was religious. I learned some important things about being kind to others. But I also learned that everyone is supposed to be straight and cisgender. I felt alone and that I wasn't supposed to exist. That made me feel broken. Sis, what? What's broken? Are you talking about your car fender? <laughs> no. I'm talking about internal sense of self. How a person moves through the world. Humans call it gender. Although some people are super confused and think that gender and sex are the same thing. There are humans who think it's important that they act a certain way, dress a certain way, belong to a certain group, all depending on what the doctor saw when they came into the world. Luckily for me, the vet wasn't there. That seems like making a mountain out of a molehill. Besides, do you think I care about what color halter I have or what color saddle pad? I'm still me, no matter what. Luckily for me, I'm not a pig. A pig? Why is that? Well, I once overheard someone say, if you put a bow tie on a pig, it's still a pig. I disagree. It's not just a pig. 
It's a pig with style. Although, I do love fashion. Bow ties look awfully uncomfortable. <laughs> I love bow ties. But, in a strange way, that's what I'm talking about. We all get to decide who we are for ourselves. Judgment isn't healthy for anyone. Horses have always seen me for me. No expectations. No preconceived ideas. I mean, honestly. I make my decisions based on the care that I receive. So basically, when you're stubborn, it's because you're not pampered enough? Maybe? If I don't get treats. That's an automatic epic fail, by the way. You know what they say about karma. Rune! What? What? How others treat you is their karma. How you react is yours. You are really living up to your old and wise status. Hey, you're older than me. Uh, sort of. It's complicated. Kinda like that gender thing. Yeah, but you know it's not complicated. Our warm-up routine. Let's get out of here. I'd like to dedicate this story to Sheba, my first horse love, Rune, and the community of Forest Ride. Thank you for helping me take shelter in the eye of the hurricane. That's the end of our episode. Thank you for listening. Please visit our website at www.octc.org to support more programs like this. A family resource guide can be found in the podcast description. If you need support, we have other resources for you in the description as well. And don't forget to leave a review and subscribe for future episodes. This episode was created and performed by me, Corey Gallet de Saint-Aurin. This project was directed by Cambria Hereda. Co-directed with music direction by Ash. Co-directed by Marisa Sanchez and Justin Charles. Sound design and editing by Jason Rouse.